Hey, how's it going, everybody? Today we're gonna be well, I'm gonna be reviewing JRE with Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Man, I thought that was, that was an interesting podcast, and it's gonna be my take on it. So it's not necessarily gonna have all the ins and outs and everything that you should probably yeah you should probably watch the podcast for that. But this is just what I found interesting and what I pretty much uh, what the main points that I liked from this whole podcast, man. So let's get into this. All right, all right. So, the first thing that I wrote down, man, was that they were talking about the mortal mortality rates, and basically they were saying that Japan has real low mortality rates. And they um see this is why I don't remember exactly what they said because uh, when I'm listening to these podcasts, you know, sometimes I get too in into just watching it and, and listening to it. But I did see that uh, also Asia in general. I think uh, Japan, China. They have something different in their DNA that, or stuff, something that they're exposed to that helps them fight this virus, which is kind of cool because I, I remember Michael Yo, his his mother got the corona from him, and she's uh, she's she's Asian, and she did, she beat it in like a day, so that's insane. And she was talking crap to him. That's kind of funny, man. They were also talking about blood type. So blood type is something that I, man, I am not. Oh man, I got um A positive. It's my blood type, man. So I think that one's common as hell. And it's not nothing, yeah, man, it's not it's not really that special. So they were just saying that type O, O blood type in general, man, they have uh, they make uh these antibodies, type A antibodies. And they uh are better at fighting COVID nineteen. So hey, if you have type A, uh hey, we're pretty much uh on the lower end of that, man. We don't have those type A antibodies. Kinda Shitty. So yeah, they were saying that these these type A antibodies just <clears throat> neutralize these, or they attack the spike that the virus uses to penetrate that cell. Man, they just they just cut it right, cut it cut it right off, man. <laughs> but yeah, and finally, man, because I know they were talking about like hydroxychloroquine or whatever for a while man and i think michael yo they used it on him they you they used they used that shit on him and now uh from what the doctors have figured out is that it's actually worse it kills more people than it helps so they stopped using it and i think they used it on him for a while and then they took him off it because his body wasn't strong enough and they left him on some other medications like aids medication i believe or something like that i should have done a review to that one too man i probably will but uh I would have to go off just the clips that they have on their website because it's a long podcast, man. And it's crazy though that what Michael Yo said, man. I'm 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 gonna be basing both of these podcasts, but because he he was saying that his doctors didn't put him on the ventilator because the doctor said right now your body's so weak that if we put you on a ventilator, it's gonna probably kill you because your body's gonna think, oh damn, look at this, I don't have to breathe anymore, and bam, you're done. And that that what. Dr. Rhonda Patrick was saying as well was that, yeah, ventilators were pike cause, they, they're, they're causing damage. Not necessarily your body stops breathing because you have the ventilator, but it causes damage within the lungs. And then it just wreaks havoc, man. And the virus is just, you know, virus plus damaged lungs, you know, bad thing because fluid builds up in your lungs and you're just screwed, man. You're pretty much drowning. And that's kind of scary. Two of the worst ways to die. 
drowning in fire. Which is worse? Man, I don't know. I would say fire probably because I think from water you're probably gonna pass out from not having air pretty quickly. But then again, the the oh man, the water rushing in your no man, that's none none. I would, I mean, if I had to choose, man, I probably wouldn't choose the fire because you're gonna be cooking. Yeah, you're probably gonna lose oxygen because of the smoke. But you're gonna cook, and that is freaking insane, man. Now, this is the the big part about this podcast was the vitamin D, which is why he brought her on it because she was gonna talk about the immune system and how to strengthen it. And I think she she did a she did a good job. She did a good job in doing this, and she named a lot of studies that would help, you know, support her claims. And she was saying the vitamin D is a it's a big thing, man. It's a big thing because a lot of people are vitamin D deficient. Myself being one of them. I've been to the doctor over here. Two ice twice for physicals and stuff. And both times I've been low on vitamin D, low on potassium, low on something else, man. But, um, yeah, vitamin D is big. And they were saying that <clears throat> people who are, what's it called? Vitamin D increase means that uh, it's correlated to people having being eight times less likely to have a severe case of the coronavirus, COVID-19. So if you do get the virus and you have you have the you have a good vitamin D, increase vitamin D, it's there protecting you, man. You're going to be eight times less likely to, to have severe case. And not only that, man, but 20 times less likely to have a severe case of COVID-19, which is insane. Just vitamin D, man. Just vitamin D. Now, I live in Illinois, so it's really, really cold over here most of the time, and I don't get a lot of sun in the winter, so it's really important for us to get our, our vitamin, vitamin D in however we can, man, and it's just crazy that something so simple can possibly save us from you know the 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 freaking virus and other stuff man it it helps with other stuff but she also named said that indonesia um what's it called they were 98 percent vitamin d deficient the the people that unfortunately died from the virus 98% 98% of them were vitamin D. That's basically all of them were vitamin D deficient, man. And that is insane, bro. That is insane. So if that doesn't open your eyes, like, that is crazy. I mean, I know vitamin D isn't the, the only thing that can make you uh, very sick and possibly make you die from the coronavirus. But 98% were vitamin D deficient, man. Oh, my goodness, man. That is insane. She was uh, saying that she takes, she said, so so does, uh, she takes 5,000, what is it, IOUs or some shit? What is that? How do you, hold on. Yeah, or, um, IUs? Yeah, I think it's IUs. I don't know. I don't even know, man. Vitamin D. She takes 5,000 of them. Okay. I use. I use. 
So she takes 5,000, so does Joe Rogan in a day. And they also talked about like vitamin K1, K2, and K4s. I don't remember exactly what she said about that, but if you're going to be taking a multivitamin, I believe K1 and K, K1 and K2 are in there. And she also supplements K4. That also helps with like calcium and shit in your bones and stuff from what I remember. And me being vitamin D deficient, bro, I never thought, I never thought it was a big deal ever. I was like, oh, wow, I need more sun. But uh, who knows, man? I might have been vitamin D deficient for my whole life. I don't freaking know. Uh, but uh, what's it called? Vitamin C as well. They talked a lot about vitamin C as well. That also helps. And I like that. I like that she broke down the dosages and how much she takes, how much she recommends, and what the studies show. Like for vitamin C, especially on her uh, website, findmyfitness.org or .com. Uh, I believe she said four grams a day. But if you're taking it orally, which most of us would be taking it orally, uh, she said to take it four times a day because at the fifth hour after you take it, that's when you that's when you peak and you start coming down. So I my I myself I'm only taking one gram. Uh, I should probably take two, but uh, um, oh she said three grams I believe four times a day. Yeah, three grams four times a day. But I am taking one gram. Just because that's a lot more than freaking the multi... Oh, my God. The multivitamin thing that I'm taking has 0.18 grams. That is nothing, man. That is nothing. I was like, oh, man, I'm covered with this with this supplement. But no, man, you're not. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Even the the um, airborne stuff doesn't have that much. I think it has like 0.7 grams or something, something like that. 0.8 grams. But the point is that you you gotta if you take it orally you have to take it multiple times a day because if you take it at if you take it at uh, say one p.m. at uh, you take it what is it four hours five hours so at six p.m. you're gonna that's that's your peak like of that's your peak pretty much when the vitamin C is still in your system after that start dropping down so if you take it again then you're going to maintain, you know, you're going to maintain that, that your, your new baseline or no, or you're going to maintain that new, you know, peak of, uh, vitamin C and you're not going to go down to baseline as fast as you would. Cause if you don't, I don't remember how fast it comes out of your system, but you're going to pee it out, man. But she said that, um, <clears throat> she takes three grams. Uh, most effective. She did say most effective was two grams though, but she also said that even though three grams, yeah, you're going to pee a, like a lot of it out, but it still has more benefits than two grams. Not, you know, I, I don't think it was as much like of a dramatic increase in benefits, but she definitely said from, you know, one gram to two grams was like, you know, good. Uh, two to three. Yeah, you could do it. It'll help still. I mean, it's not going to hurt you. As long as you don't freaking take 10 grams or something. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't, I take, I take a whole bunch of stuff right now. I mean, I've always taken like fish oil and uh, L-theanine and uh, vitamin D. I think I take B complex. I'm taking vitamin C now and uh, some other stuff, man. Potassium. Also low in potassium, which is crazy, man. I'm low in a lot of stuff, man. But then they talked about like, how IV vitamin C is the best, which is, I mean, I never thought about doing that. I don't even know how much it costs, 
How much does vitamin C IV cost? Let me see. IV. So one vitamin IV therapy session can take 30 to 90 minutes and will cost between 80 and 1,000 Australian dollars, equivalent to 55 to 700 mother. No, I'm good. See, most people are going to be uh, doing the uh, oral like myself, oral, oral pills instead of this. That is insane. One vitamin, one vitamin, dude. Dog. Hey, if you have the money, do it. You know, she said once a week. Oh my goodness. Imagine. Uh, I mean, that 55 to. Okay, this is better right here. This is a more. Um... So it's 175 for a large one liter bag. Most of the treatments include vitamin C as one of the ingredients you can add. So these vitamin C stuff or these uh, vitamin bags include vitamin C, but you can add more for so okay 175 is is is, is, is a better uh range right there because bro 1000 get out of him get out of my face but even then 175 for a normal person it's it's too much man it's too much can't afford it so oral it is man but i just found it cool that he's he's doing everything he can for his body i mean he has the means to do it so why not why not do it you know if i had the means to do it i would definitely do it i've had a few ivs put in man and uh Better make sure you trust that person because some of them, oof, boy, they're not too good. And then plot twist right here, man. Plot twist, man. Who brought up the sauna? None other than Dr. Rhonda Patrick. She brought up the sauna, man. Not not Joe. <laughs> she let he, he let her uh, um, pretty much, you know, control the conversation. Or the, the flow of the conversation, which is cool, because you can tell that he was really uh, genuinely interested, which he always is interested in. Well, not always, man. Remember that time you had the argument with that dude? You know, the guy that says, change my mind. That shit was funny. But uh, he she said that 185 or 180 at uh, Asana uh, for 25 minutes helps your cardiovascular fitness. And I've recently started to run again. And I, I got to go on a run today because I got to get that uh, cardio strength up. But that is crazy. I never thought the sauna would help with that. But, not you know, not everybody can afford a sauna. But they're also not that expensive. Like, you would think a sauna would be thousands of dollars. Yes, there are th saunas that are worth thousands of dollars. But uh, Costco's had some. Like, he even said Costco. That's where I looked. But they were sold out, of course. 1300 1600 Something like that. So... Definitely more affordable than you thought. And they're the uh, IV, not the IV, shit. Infrared saunas. So that is kind of cool, dude. And then she also said that her heart rate went up to like 120-ish when she's in the sauna. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Because mine walking is about 100 to 110. Running, uh, I get to 150, 160s. So that's in the middle, dude. That's pretty good. And just for sitting down, though, and just, you're literally just sitting. You can, if you're uh, ballsy enough, you can bring your phone in there. Bring your phone. <laughs> oh, man. And then I just, yeah, I found this whole podcast to be very entertaining and informative, especially in these times. I was waiting for this one as well. 
So they also talked about the masks. So she said that a uh, mask isn't necessarily going to save you from breathing in a droplet or something aerosolized virus. It might not protect you. I mean, it's better than nothing, of course. But that wasn't the point she was trying to make. The point she was trying to make that it it uh, helps to to stop the spread of it. So while it's not benefiting you in you know these regular masks, I believe the blue masks, it's not benef benefiting you in uh, helping you be protected from it. But it's helping other people not get it from people that already have it. Even if you don't if you don't know you have it, man, we all might have had it and be asymptomatic. That's just crazy, and that's another thing they talked about, man, where, where people were in a nursing home, and they were asymptomatic one week, and then they went back and tested them again, and, like, 10 out of the 13 of them were had symptoms already. And the crazy part is that asymptomatic people are just as infectious as people with symptoms coughing all over the place, which is kind of scary, man. And then they also went into like the hot bath, how the hot bath does similar. Um, <clears throat> they have similar effects than a sauna. Of course, not the same, but it releases these heat shock proteins and stuff, which is something that's kind of cool because the more you do the sauna or anything, really, the more you, your body gets accustomed to. So she was saying that you getting, you will be released. You'll be releasing these heat shock proteins way faster the second time and the third time and the fourth time you do it if you do it constantly, which is cool. I really want to... I haven't been in a sauna in a minute, uh, and I probably won't be in one anytime soon. But I do take hot... I don't take hot baths. I take hot showers. But that's about uh, all the points that I thought were cool about this podcast. I also like that he was talking about... that she, uh, well, she was talking about her having back problems since college. And Joe was like, oh, look, I got these machines that can help you out. And um, I haven't looked into them, but he said the, 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 the reverse hyper machine for strengthening your lower back. And I have I have back problems as well. Uh, yeah, lower by bottom right from time to time. And I really want to get into that. So I might look these machines up as well. And if they're not that exp oh, maybe I try to find a gym that has them, which I don't think many would. So I'm going to have to buy one. If I do buy one, though. I'll probably buy the Dex too. Uh, I forget who he said sells it, but uh, he talked about the belt squat. The belt squat is cool because that is what messes my back up the most squats and all that crap. So if you can do squats with the belt machine, the belt squat by Westside Bar Barbell, where literally all the load is in your, like on your, it's on your, on your hips. And that relieves this whole top part. So you don't have to put the barbell on your shoulders and, you know, do all that stuff. Which is like it's kind of cool, man, because a lot of people I feel like a lot of people mess up their backs doing squats. So I thought that was cool that they brought that up. But that's about it. That's all the stuff that I found interesting about this podcast. Uh, definitely, like I said, man, this is my take on it, my review of the whole podcast. So if you want to go ahead and go back and, and rewatch it hey, or watch it all, go ahead, man. But that's what I found interesting. Definitely these clips that they have on the website are really good. And the vitamin D, she yeah, it's a twenty-eight minute clip, and twenty minute for the twenty minutes for the um, immune system. How she was saying that different viral, like if you're exposed to more viruses, 
and they don't kill you, your immune system is, of course, going to be stronger than somebody who is never exposed to anything. So she was saying that it's not necessarily good for you to go and get exposed to as much, I mean, as many viruses as you can. But like in prisons and stuff, you don't have a choice. So those people's immune system is always, they're always doing reps, man, reps. So they're always getting stronger and people who are not exposed to any of that, um, they, of course, like right now, being inside all the time, not exposed to a thing, that's not too good for our immune systems. So that's what we got to keep them. We get, that's what we had to keep them uh, on tip top shape as much as possible and not necessarily, you know, being exposed to different things isn't necessarily the best way to get healthy and get a a better immune system. Exercising, definitely, number one. I think she even said that if you had to choose exercising or sauna, exercising. But if you add exercising to sauna, it just makes the effects even better. So, you know, that's something to take away. But, hey, uh, 20 minutes, 20 minutes in, uh, let me, I'm going to keep doing these type of episodes as well as my own. But right now, since I'm just starting off, I don't really know. I don't. I don't really have many ideas on what to do. But hey, tune in. Uh, we're gonna have another episode with with Luna, talking about justice and judgment. You know the JJ did tie buckle the leadership traits. Bam! I'll see y'all next time.